0: So today I wanted to talk about 2021 because 2020 has been a really difficult year for so many people and a lot of people are feeling exhausted. They're drained. It's been a really tough hurdle to to try and get through and it's still ongoing so a lot of people are thinking what's the point in planning what's the point in dreaming big for 2021 so I thought I would share with you the six steps I will be taking to set myself up to scale with ease in 2021 and you can too. So that's the point around me sharing this with you, is to show you that actually things can work out, no matter how difficult this year has been. 2021 is a new year, and we are well and truly in the pandemic and the hurdle that we've been experiencing in 2020, to be able to know what we can achieve and what we can do. Because when the pandemic started out, it was new to it, to all of us. We didn't know what we could do. We didn't know if our businesses would survive. We didn't know any of this stuff. And a lot of people have now moved on to online as well, which has also been a hurdle in trying to learn all the tech and all the logistics around working remotely. So now that we have been through this learning point, we're a lot more comfortable with what we need to do in order to ensure that we can survive with our business through into 2021 and beyond. So if you are wondering, how can I scale without feeling overwhelmed, feel that I'm burning out and everything is just in a mess because my head has been elsewhere this year where I've been trying to navigate through the the pandemic and the recession everything that's kind of been thrown at us so here are my six steps that I personally will be doing and I'm not just doing this this year I do this every single year and I actually do it every 6 months so I can make sure that I'm staying on top of things. So, number one is I start to systemize. So, systemizing is actually, I, I do it a lot more in my business than just every six months or every year. I do it whenever I've got a new process that I'm starting out that I have validated, so I know that I'm going to continue with the process. And I then start to put the systems in place in order to ensure that can run as smoothly as possible and as much without me as possible. So making sure that you really look to systemize is going to be essential in order for you to scale. And this wouldn't just be in 2021. Being able to systemize, you need to do that throughout in order to be able to take your business to the next level. And in order to scale, you need to be able to increase your revenue without increasing your operational costs. So the best way to do that is through systems. So of course, that was going to be on my list. And it was going to be first. Number two is clear out. So have, it's not spring, but have a winter clean. So making sure that, for instance, I use Asana as my project management tool. And within Asana, you get some tasks or some things that have been written in there that maybe aren't relevant anymore. I use Asana as my entire business hub. So of course, there will be things that have been added that I've thought about. And actually, when I'm revisiting, I'm not going to implement that thing. Or, you know, when you have an idea and you look back and you think, what on earth was I thinking? That's a terrible idea. So making sure that you are cleaning out your project management tool. If you don't have a project management tool, you need to get one because they are a game changer. I really, really recommend Asana and you don't necessarily have to pay for it. I used the free version and that's more than sufficient for me and what I need to do. And I run an agency, so I have teams and clients and deadlines and personal life all in my Asana, and it works wonders. So either clean out your project management tool or set your project management tool up, making sure that it's set up effectively and you've cleaned it out so you don't have anything else that's in there that's just clogging it up, That when you're starting to implement new ideas that you're looking through, you're not getting sidetracked by these other notes that you've included in there. And number three is planning. So making sure that we are planning specifics. So making sure that when we go into seeing what our goals are, what our what our real objectives are, Making sure that we are making those specifics. So not just saying my plan is to sign up or increase my revenue by £2,000 a month. How are you going to do that? You need to have a plan. So you can have your baseline goal, but then you need to have what you're going to do to do that. So in order to achieve your £2,000 a month, what does that look like? What offers do you have? Do you have high-end offers where they're a £1,000 each, in which case you would need to write down that I need to get two more customers for my high-ticket offer and what that might be? Or do you have low-cost offers that you want to increase the revenue for or maybe your passive income products where you want to increase the revenue that you're getting from your passive income products? So you need to make sure that you're being specific with your goal and also how you're going to achieve that goal. So using numbers, using percentages, making sure that you're really digging deep into the plan inside means that you're going to be able to follow the plan and you're going to have the action steps in what you're going to do in order to achieve that plan. And now we're moving on to number four and this is reviewing. So making sure that you're reviewing the year, and I know 2020 is probably a year that most of us want to forget, but it has also been a year that's been really, really good for some businesses, and some businesses have really, really thrived. So although it might be a year for many that they just want to forget, some people may want to to still remember that year. So I say a year to forget but some people want to remember and making sure that you just look back on what has been working you know you may not have achieved your goals and so many of us haven't because 2020 has served us with something that we have had to figure out how to navigate and if you haven't achieved your goals that is perfectly fine but making sure that you're reviewing why you haven't achieved that goal and not just saying it's because of the pandemic making sure that you are being specific if it is truly because of the pandemic then fine but actually is it because you haven't pushed yourselves as much maybe you felt guilty pushing yourselves when there was a pandemic or a recession happening so making sure that you really really look at what happened in 2020 why you didn't achieve your goals why you were short of your goals and what you need to change in order to do that because it may be that the strategies you were using before 2020 worked and you continued those into 2020 but actually 2020 has meant that a lot of people's strategies have had to change and therefore the strategies that once worked for you may not work anymore and they may not be relevant. So it's really, really important to look back on what you have been doing and whether or not that is still generating the return that you're expecting. If it isn't, we need to start changing up those strategies and changing what's happening and how you're going to approach things. And number five is utilizing your content. So, Again, one of the main problems that people have with content marketing and content management is the time to create content and to do it consistently. Because the real big problem with content is unless you're being consistent with it and creating it and sticking to the frequency that you're going to create it and you're scheduling you're, you're scheduling it at the same time on the same day, It makes content really really difficult to get out there but not only that a lot of people create this content and they do it consistently for a good couple of months but they don't get anything back from it so they think this just doesn't work for me whereas actually it's not that it doesn't work, it's because you're not putting it out there, you're not utilising the content you already have. So making sure that you're looking at your content schedule and what you're going to do in your content plan means that you should have at least one post a week that is one of your old content creations. So making sure that you are really utilising that content and reusing it and repurposing it is really, really important and making sure that you're leveraging your time. So you could create a video, and then that could be transcribed into a blog. And actually, you could do that every single week, and that's your consistent content done. But then you may want to do one long-form blog post that's an actual written post, and maybe you want to do that once a month. So making sure that you're sticking to your content schedule and you're utilising what you already have. There is no point putting all this time and effort into your content and your creation to only share it once because people aren't going to see it. You need to be sharing it and sharing it in different formats and changing the messaging around. So you entice people into your content bank for them to see what you are creating and why you are amazing at what you do. And lastly, number six is your personal development. And this is one that probably scares me the most because I will regularly have big ambitious plans and goals that I want to achieve. And the thing is here, with your personal development, you really need to create a goal that's gonna feel uncomfortable because it's new, it's you getting out of your comfort zone And it's something that's really going to push you and your business forward. So, for instance, it may be that you want to do a TED Talk. And for me, I would love to do that, but it sends the fear into me of how am I going to do that? But if that is one of your main goals of what you want to do in your personal development, making sure that you work on that, if that is your biggest goal And I would only really recommend that you make one big audacious goal for the year because what you can do, so for instance something as big as a TED talk, you can work on your speaking, you can build up your confidence, you can watch the other TED talks, you can you can speak at conferences, you can go to live events, you can volunteer at places for you to build up that confidence before actually doing the talk. So something as big as a TED talk does need some prep behind it, especially if we are not speakers that have done this regularly, that it's just another thing to us, which a lot of people, we're not in that situation. So making sure that you set that personal development goal that scares you but it makes you feel really good and it works in alignment with what you're wanting to achieve so making sure that you are lining your personal development goal up with what you want that to work towards within your business is really really important so generally when people want to do a ted talk it's because they want to grow their authority and grow their audience and really show their place in the market. So if that's something that you want to do, go for it, but make sure that you set a big goal that scares you. So I hope that's helped. As always, if you have got any questions, then do get in touch. I'm happy to answer them for you and if you do need any help with your asana or setting it up or maybe cleaning it out then get in touch because i may have something that is super super affordable and will really really help you out and save you tons of time so do get in touch if there's anything that i can help with until next time bye